Well, it's time to get this party started. You ready? I is ready. Well, welcome y'all to another episode of Two Chicks Talking Talk shit. shit and Cooking oh, Chicken. And Cooking Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you have been, you know that the Anchor app is amazing. It allows us to, you know handle our real life and then record all at the same time so it's pretty pretty freaking amazing yeah because what people don't know is that we are it's not by coastal we're in two different states i know we don't even stay in the same state no more in the same state i want to move to a different state so you know but we're making it work we still bringing it to y'all every week that is correct all right, you ready to get into yes, the tea? Dokey. All right, so I am sure that you have heard this story. Um, it has been all over social media, went viral. B. Smith, who is um, a former restaurateur, um, she had cookbooks, she had kitchen products, she had restaurants, she had a whole lot of everything. Um, it came out that, you know, she is mm-hmm. dealing with Alzheimer's, um, but her husband is now in the news because he has decided that um, he is not being fulfilled at home and has gone out and got himself a whole mistress. And her name is Alex Gatsby. And she lives in the same house as Dan, who is B. Smith's um, husband. It's, um, it's crazy. Like, I am hot. Once again, 2019 <laughs> and the internet is wearing me out. I am tired of this story. Um, yeah, so I got upset at the first portion of the story when they were talking about him moving this um, mm-hmm. woman into the house where him and his wife live. Um, d- despite him and his, you know, him and his wife, they still marry, you know, he's supposed to be taking care of her. You know, I'm not gonna say she's not being taken care of, but I just feel like it's disrespectful to bring this woman into the house. Whether or not you said she's cool with it or not, she has Alzheimer's. So how how are we supposed to know she's and in see, her right mind when she came I, up with this idea? I, I, I see it differently. Like, I, I, I don't have an issue with it. Okay. Uh, I feel like I don't have an issue with it. And the okay. reason that I don't have an issue with it is because... For what I'm seeing, I saw the video or whatever, you know, it looks like he is still taking care of B. Smith. She's well taken care of. He's still Mm -hmm. at home doing his husbandly duty of taking care of his wife through her sickness. And I can sympathize and empathize with him when he said um, on the video, he was like, Am I supposed to, you know, kind of fade away 
at this while I'm watching my wife fade away. I think the part that people are forgetting is that taking care of someone, especially in a case like this where they are losing who they are, like you know, that's got to be a a hard, mm-hmm. lonely process. And I agree with you. I just feel like that woman shouldn't be well, I, living with them. It's one thing to well, be I doing mean, your thing, but why, why you got to move like this woman in? To the whole moving her in thing, that's, that's I mean, it, hell, he could have moved in a, a nurse to take care of her and they could have fell in love. Then what? So, I mean, as far as him moving her in mm-hmm. or whatever, like, I ain't really too, I, I ain't tripping too much on that either because anything could have happened. Like I said, she could have been a nurse and they could have fell in love. She could have been a housekeeper or anything and they could have fell in love. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a tricky and it's a touchy um, situation. And I know it goes um, beyond what our norm is. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm just looking at it from his point of view. I'm looking at it as him being a caretaker and it has to be a lonely thing. And, you know, and he, he should have a right to to live and right. go on with his life. And I also look at it as he's not abandoning B. Smith and he's still giving her the best care and he's loving on her and being there for her as her husband. Um, okay. And I get that. But here's the other half of that. He could have easily gotten a divorce and still taken care of her. Got a divorce yeah. to respect their he, vow he have... as husband and wife. That's what he could have done. He could have been like, you know what? I'll still take care of you. I'll still make sure you're good. But I'm going to, you know, do this, you know, documentation make to make sure that I'm not violating our wedding but vows. If, I'm I, not, I, you know, being I disrespectful. Like whatever he, whatever still he take care of you. Do, that it would have, he would have gotten some type of criticism or backlash. Because if he would have got a divorce, if he would have decided to get a divorce and, and date this woman, then people would have been like, oh, he he divorced her. He ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. He divorced her. And she's sick. And he done ran off with this white woman. And they wouldn't even look, took into the fact that he's still taking care of her. They would have just saw it as, oh, he, you know, he she got sick That's and true. he divorced her and ran off with a white woman. So I think if he would have put on, if he would have put on and, and, and some type <laughs> of home or right. some type of care, oh, she got sick and he just threw her in a, in a home, and and it could have been one of the best of the best. So he could go, he could go be with this white woman. So I feel like either way, that's it true. Goes, Here's no matter what he did, he would have got criticized for it, and you know, at the end of the day. B. Smith seems like she's getting well taken care of. She's being loved. Um, And to me, that's all that should matter. It'd be a whole different story. Oh, Lord. Okay, so what about this? 
<laughs> they, um, Dan and Alex, have decided to have to do a radio show called the Thank You Dan and Alex Show. It'll air on Sundays, um, and this radio show is supposed to help people who want to share stories from their journey and learn from hearing others' challenges and triumphs. They know if they want to get the most out of life, they must be a student, learning things from a new perspective and a vantage point. This is where I have the problem, because it seems to me that they are using this as an opportunity to profit off of B. Smith's name indirectly. So they're about to start a radio show about their relationship? Yes. Yes. Guests on their show will be transcultural, intergeneral mix of influencers, experts, thought leaders, entertainers, captains of industry, political movers and shakers, and everyday heroes, people that run the gamut of human experience. They will be invited to share the inspirational parts of their latest projects and legacies and their tips for overcoming challenges. Listeners will take inspiration from personal storytelling candid conversations pop culture and modern I mean, perspectives i think the people ha- i think what people have an issue with is that he is in a sense moving on with his life even though b smith is still alive and i think yep. that's the thing that people are taking issue with because if he waits till she do this when she passed a transition, I feel like either way it go, he gonna be damned if he do, damned if he don't. So let's say him and his one, him and his girlfriend, mistress, whatever people want to call him. Let's say they decide to do this radio talk show, whatever it is. Once B Smith passed away, they are gonna say, "Oh, he just he couldn't wait for her to die so he can live off her name." You see what I'm saying? I just feel like mm. I, I feel like it's just one yeah. of those things where it's it's out of our norm and it's out of our out of our own understanding, which and I think that yeah people are failing to see it from no other way than how they want to see it. Because I just feel okay. like well, I'm just telling you. If I'm getting old and I don't know who the fuck TT is no more, don't you dare let Derek bring you some little big anyway. girl you around. You're gonna be just you're gonna you're gonna be just I'm, like B Smith. Somebody, I like her. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> as long look, <laughs> you're gonna be no, you're gonna be sitting at the table. You're gonna be sitting at the table just like B Smith was. In a video, having tea with her, watching TV with her. As long as she treating you right now, if he bring a big booty on in there and she ain't doing you right, then I'm gonna have a problem. But if I come see you, and even I probably have to tell you twenty times, it's me, it's Fee. You remember me? It's Fee, <laughs> and you know you looking good. You looking like yourself. You smiling. You don't look like you messing no meal. Mm. I'm be all right. Man, okay. All right. Okay. All right. 
I guess we've heard um, our two sides for this situation because <laughs> we ain't gonna be, we ain't gonna be on. The yeah, people, page. a lot of people ain't ain't on that page because it, it's fine. I no, I get it. Like I don't have a problem with him moving on with his life. I just feel like semant the semantics are all wrong. I'm gonna like, tell you what he is legally still married to that woman, and I uh, for me marriage means something. Yeah. So I like I I feel like. That's where it gets kind of muddy because I don't have a problem with him moving on with his life and understanding that you know his his current wife doesn't know who she is anymore or who she is even to him. But like, okay, file that paperwork, take care of the semantics, still take care of your your wife or B Smith, and then do what you want to do. But get your semantics together because otherwise, you out here looking real bogus like you trying to have your cake and eat it too and I know that's not the case because she don't you know she been so um we just gotta I feel like he did yeah, it all I mean, he just did it wrong potatoes to potatoes him getting a divorce like I said he get a divorce it's potatoes <laughs> Potatoes, potatoes. I feel like even if he got a divorce, it will still be a problem because then he get divorced. Why the fuck he's still in the house? Oh, he thinks he can just leave. You know, it'll still be. Oh, so he gonna divorce her, stay in the house, and bring his bitch in the house? Oh, he traffic for real. <laughs> like it ain't. Yeah, I see. I can see that point too. But I just feel like morally, that's the right thing to do. The only thing that I don't like about this story, or the only thing that I wish he would have did, was kept it to himself. I feel. Mm. I I do think that probably is where he messed up. If he would have kept, but he couldn't because he wanted to get publicity for this radio show that he's doing. So Look, he could have announced that shit on his own radio show. But then they would have been like, who is this lady you having a show with? And people really don't know him that well. The only reason they know him is because um, I think B. Smith had gotten lost. But from what I read, and, he, you know, he, that's when he they had made the a name out. for himself. Like he was. You know, he ain't a nobody, oh, okay. nobody. Like, and I think that's another thing. People think he's just like a nobody. I, but I think, let me see. He was like a TV executive or something. So uh, now I'm going to look look at this. B, as soon as I put up his name, B. Right. His name is Dan Gass. Let's see what so. they say. I was trying to say he ain't got a Wikipedia, huh? But I feel like he That's he he helped her with her show. He kind of helped her. Now all he gonna be known for oh. He makes a living as a businessman and media executive who worked with B. Smith mm. on many of our television shows and marketing campaign. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lord. He ain't nothing. All right. 
Okay. Shifting gears. Oh. Question. Okay, so we both have yep. children, right? And at one point, you know, they were younger, and we weren't, uh, we may or may not have been in a relationship with somebody, correct? Okay. So, in your in-between, would you have allowed your young child to sleep in the bed with you and Sir Random? Or Sir... Yeah, or with your with your newer Wait. boyfriend. Say that again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'ma just put it like this. Let's say when Trey was younger and let's say you weren't, you know, in a situation but you were dating, would you let let, let your son sleep in the bed with a dude that you no. were dating? That don't even make no sense. <laughs> Headline says Tamar Braxton says it's n- it's not really Vince's business that son Logan shares bed with her Logan and big her ass needs to be in his own bed. What the fuck? Oh, ain't Logan like ten? How old is Logan? Oh, he's still old enough. Um, okay, so, time to go night uh, Right. So, um. As you know, we're going to be hearing a lot about Tamar and possibly Candy the whole time they're in this Big Brother house. So they're in, uh, on this season's Big Brother. It's already been some drama because Tamar thought Candy was trying to be shady about um, the T.I. and Tiny show and some stuff like that. But this story came out because they were having a conversation. They were talking about their children and Tamar admitted that her son still sleeps with her. And when her new boyfriend around, who she calls T'Challa, um, <laughs> she says, see Logan's five. See be in the bed with me and T'Challa. T'Challa, please. And Candy asked her, <laughs> uh, Candy asked her, is Vince upset about their son being in the same bed, bed with her new partner? She said, it's not yeah, okay. his business. We're not together. When he started when he uh, and, bring them court papers, and if, subpoena, yo. <laughs> but talking about he want his, uh, <laughs> why? Full custody. But yeah, I thought that was very odd. I um, love my children very much, um, but there's no way that my children were no. going to be um, no five sleeping five. in the same bed as me. Five. No. <laughs> um. Okay. Next story. Let's see. Um. So this past weekend was the Super Bowl mm. in Atlanta, and it looked like I'm not gonna talk about the actual Super Bowl. We'll do that in a second. But everybody who's anybody was in Atlanta. Like everybody wanted to be down mm-hmm. there to party. Um, turns out that there was a thing called mm. the Stripper Bowl. <laughs> And I believe it was on Probably a whole Monday. lot more excited than the actual so, Super Bowl. Right. So basically, um, the stripper bowl, <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. 
um, the stripper bowl was presented by Quality Control Music, which represents the Migos, Lil Baby, and all of them. Uh, so this was supposed to be the ultimate send-off for Super Bowl weekend. They even promised a downpour of $500,000. So um, hip-hop stars like Lil Boosie, 2 Chainz, T.I., Tiny, uh, Trey Songz, Alvin Kamara, um, yeah, all of them were at um, were at this were at this Super Bowl, uh, and they said close to six hundred thousand dollars was tossed, and you could see it lining the cup floor and all over the bar. And then some of the strippers even said they made the strippers and other to get collectively made a cool three million on Monday and split their earnings twenty five ways. That's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars per. Stripper. I should have been at the stripper bowl. I should have been, been at the stripper bowl. Sure, <sighs> got in on that cash. Uh, and a little T offset was also there, but currently he's under a strict no groupies ordinance. Um, so he could not partake in a lot of the festivities. However, him no and Cardi ordinance. B hit up another club. <laughs> no groupies. So uh, I don't know if you heard, but him and Cardi are um, trying um, to work it out. And one of, one of the rules is no groupies. No. So no, he, what the rule should be is you control your fucking self when you out and remember that you have a whole wife and a baby. Right. A whole wife and family at home. Because it ain't just a uh, culture that's at See, home. See, I was about babies. to go into a tangent, but we ain't got time, so I'm going to keep it to myself. Because <laughs> um, we're going to have to do better, ladies, with these. We're going to have to do better. Cause this is this is the second time that I've heard some foolishness like this today. I saw something in a group message where the lady was asking for advice, talking about some female Uh called her husband, and she told her husband that she didn't want her, she didn't want him communicating with her anymore. No, sis, that's not the conversation. What? Like, I don't understand how these women. <laughs> what did you say to your husband? I don't think I, I don't understand how people think making these stupid rules, no groupies, don't talk to her, is going is going to make you feel like you can trust your mate any more, any less. Because clearly you're making the rules because obviously you you're making these so... rules because you don't trust them. <laughs> so how about? Instead of making those kind of rules, you start make setting boundaries and saying, "If you do this, 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 or that, I am done." Holler back, holler back, my dude. Well, you know they're gonna have to take a, take a note is. from uh, Auntie Michelle book when she told um, <laughs> Obama, "Like, look, she made she set her boundaries real clear." Sure okay, did. what's next? Because I was, I was. Whew, 
Um, <laughs> Wu stopping, <laughs> Wu stop. Don't let him get Look, to you, Wu. To, to love all my black sisters, I've been reading this book and I want to start doing better <laughs> with loving all my sisters. Uh-huh. But However, I'm just going to say I'm going to have to start. I'm just going <laughs> just, to. I'm just going to have I'm just trying to do better. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Wendy okay. Williams. Uh, she still ain't back at her show. She's still having guest hosts. Um, and this week, and I think it was also last week, it was Nick mm-hmm. Cannon. And this is where her staff has kind of gotten upset. They are furious with her for keeping them in the dark about the show's future while she's on hiatus due to quote unquote medical reasons. They just don't mm-hmm. believe it. Like they are done with the BS. They are like, Many of us have been here since the early days, and it's a complete joke to be kept in the dark like this. How could you be so selfish? Like, she ain't telling them nothing. She, like, Nick Cannon got on the show and was talking about, you know, what's going on and, like, giving updates. And the staff members didn't know nothing. they like, okay, so we work here, and this is our livelihood, and we don't know if we're going to have a job in the future because it's dependent on the show, Wendy. It's Wendy mm-hmm. Williams' show. It's not the Wendy Williams show featuring guest hosts every week um, show. So, like, people are, like, they're really upset. So they feel, like, super disrespected. Mm-hmm. One of the comments was, like, she be, di-, like, we said, we said the same shit. We was, like, she be all in other people's business. But spreading the empty. Go ahead. Um, Not to cut you off, but don't her executives know what's going on? Her executives might know, but like when it comes to maybe the camera people or assist or production assistants or something like that, they don't know what's going on. They don't even really understand what's um day to day. So they they like they feel blindsided to is all that of really it. Their business? It is honestly. That's like Oprah saying, "I'm going on hiatus and I'm not telling nobody." And then, like, you don't know if Oprah coming back. You don't know if that means the show go get canceled. You don't know if that means you go have a job. Should I be looking for other employment? Are you coming back? Like, that's like their whole livelihood is to put on a show with somebody else's name on it. And when that person's not there, what do they expect? Well, to I, I, I would the show, the show not I mean, go. I can on. understand them having feeling a way or whatever, but I would be more upset with the um, executives for not sharing that information or not keeping us. And what if they don't? They might not know. And maybe she told them. Well, don't she tell got to tell. She got to talk. It's look. She it. The show might got her name on it, but she got to report to somebody because she got contracts and yeah, stuff I know that's going right. on. So somebody knows something. I know that's right. But yeah, so that's what's going on um, over there and the people are very upset. They just want to they want to understand like you talk about everybody else's business, but you ain't saying shit about what's going on with your own mm-hmm. stuff. Like that's just yeah. not fair. It's not she fair. She could be a little bit. She could. So. I mean, you know, like you said, she quick to talk about everybody else's business, but... Yeah. All right. Um, last topic. Um, let's talk about 21 Savage. Okay. So, 
21 Savage is a rapper. He is, we thought he was from Atlanta, um, but over the weekend we found out that he's not originally from Atlanta, that he was arrested by Immigration and Customs Enforcement um, Sunday morning. They said that um, he's a UK citizen and he's been staying in the United States illegally since overstaying his visa as a child. Okay, so this is part that I'm confused. So he got his visa when he was a child? <laughs> did mm-hmm. he? He came over when he was like five did years he, old. Did he know so like he, he was, was here on a visa? Yes, and so his attorneys have said that they have had applied for his visa to be renewed. But that process is an, is a very long and arduous process. It's not easy. To, it's not like you fill out a paper right. and you get it immediately. So, like, I feel like he's been waiting to get his visa renewed. But they do have the option to have you deported until your visa is renewed. Like, I have a coworker who is working in America. She's from Australia. Um, she ha- she married an American. Automatically mean you could stay here. Um, they had a, they just had a baby. She went on maternity leave, and then her visa expired. And it took her seven months after she had this baby for her to return back to work. Wow. So it's not something that they're just like, oh, okay, you you want to stay a little bit longer? Here go your visa. But people are feeling like it's a conspiracy um, against um, 21 Savage because, you know, in his early rap career, he was, you know, he talked about his upbringing in Atlanta, about the Mm -hmm. gangs and guns and drugs. But as of late, you know, he's been doing a lot of things for the community. So he's been doing financial literacy um, conferences. Yeah, we even talked about it. We put we we talked about him on a positive note. And so he's been doing all of that um, on his latest album. He's been talking about immigration issues and talking about minority issues. And he actually had just performed um, on late night TV, you know, one of his songs that talked about all of it. And the next day he was picked up by. Wow. So people are really like saying this is something else. Like they don't like to see. trying to help each other out and so they're going to break us down any way they can but there are there is some good news um, as you know Jay-Z is one of the figures that helped Meek Mill get out of jail so he actually has hired some legal help for 21 Savage yeah, I to saw help him out with I his situation that he um, has sent a, a law team to help you know I don't know much about 21 Savage and yep. You know, when this whole thing came about, I was just like, so wait, you're not from Atlanta? You know, but, you know, and I didn't know too much. Yeah, I thought the same thing, too. All of us, right. I think everybody was like, wait, he not from Atlanta? Which was hilarious. And then, like, I was talking to uh, Tay, and she was like, well, I did hear you have. A, he does have an accent, right? Because like, honestly, I didn't think too much on the about it. No, at first I was like, people mad. They ought to be mad that he didn't. He been around here, fronting mm-hmm. like he does, uh, Atlanta hood rapper. But then, 
Um, I found out that he's been in Atlanta for most of his life. So, right. Um, then I was like, okay, well then I I'm gonna shut my mouth, shut my old mouth. And uh, right, because that's what everybody was saying. It's like, oh, so he just go lie about his whole right. lie about everything. But he got he's gotten arrested on drugs. I'm not on drug charges, but on gun charges before. And he was still here. Like, it's a lot of things that's just not adding up. Right. Like, why now is he, you know, Yeah, if they deported, had opportunity but, to deport him. You know. If they had opportunities, if we've done things and they've had opportunities to de- deport him, then why wouldn't they have done it then? Why wait now when he's getting his life together and he's doing the right thing? But, you know, that's the greatness of our country, so... It is what it is. You know how our um, wonderful right, country so. is. All right. Well, that's tea, and we will All be right. right back. We are back, and it is girl talk. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what we got? Okay. So we have this interesting question that we found on the interwebs and it goes a little something like this after 10 years of telling my guy I want to take a vacation and do fun short trips and him never wanting to do anything I've started going places with my girlfriends in the last two years I've been to Gatlinburg Los Angeles Miami and Atlantic City my guy was more than able to go but always has an excuse, money, not trusting people with his dog, etc. This summer, (laughs) right, (laughs) to Gatlinburg, Atlantic City, come on, honey. Anyway, this summer, my married girlfriend asked me to come with her on a really affordable trip to Cancun, and I said, yes, he's pissed. He said, if I go, we're over that I shouldn't be traveling places without him and I should wait until he can go, quote unquote, which is never. I truly believe that the only trip he'll ever take me on is a guilt trip. My question is, do I go or do I stay and wait to travel with him because he is a good man? (laughs) You know what I'm about to say. Go. Exactly. Like, no, there's no reason for you to be sitting at home uh, with a dude that don't want to go nowhere. Because if he wanted to go with you somewhere, he would have hooked it up. Like, it's Amen. too many options out there. There's travel agents that let you pay on stuff. Like, and to be honest, traveling honestly is not that expensive if you know what you're doing. Like, just. Come on, man. Gatlinburg, Atlantic City. So this is telling me y'all like, to me, I think y'all live somewhere on the East Coast. Because if y'all went to Atlantic City, that's the only places that like New Yorkers, somebody on the East Coast going up there because they don't want, they want to go there before they go to Vegas. That's how I see that. The main expensive destination. Right. Um, so I agree. She should go. But I'm just, you know me in my head. I'm just curious as if she has been going on trips for the past two years. And even though these trips have been like domestic, she haven't like 
it's probably like a little weekend, two, three days gone and come back type trips. Um, she's been going on trips and it's obvious that she's been going on trips without him. So I would mm-hmm. like to know what is it about this Cancun trip that he is now like, you can't travel without me. And if you go, we're done. One, I think that's a bullshit uh, type of manipulation type thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you go, I'm going to leave. Right. But then um, I'm I'm just curious as to why would he jump bad now? Is it because of who she traveling with? Mm-hmm. It might be, but I wouldn't have a problem like with somebody. I- Is it? The merry friend, the, the is the merry friend out there getting it in? Is it something uh, we don't know? You know, we're in a new age now, honey. That is true, but then maybe so, he mad because most of the times when you go to Cancun, Dominican, Jamaica, you know those type of Caribbean or like tropical destinations, it's all inclusive. So maybe he don't trust her you know, around mm-hmm. alcohol on vacation or something. Whatever Maybe. it is, it's a trust or, issue. I was thinking, is it a adult-only resort? Maybe, but just because it says adults-only don't mean it's that kind of stuff going on all the time. Sometimes, like, I go to adults-only resorts because I don't want to be bothered with other people's kids, but it don't mean it's right. some- some other stuff going on all the time so right but you know these are just the things that popped in my head to make me just like I said my whole question if I could like have a conversation with her if this was one of those girl let me tell you like I think my question would be well what is it about this trip that's so different than the other trips that he has now decided to jump hard yeah, and, and say you ain't traveling. Like, is is this something that she not telling us? It's got to be more to the story. It's got to be. It, you know, like you like she said, she's been traveling out for the past two years. And granted, she only named five place five places. So you ain't like you traveling, but in two years, yeah, collectively that ain't that ain't really nothing coming from somebody. That's like two, right? <laughs> for you, that's. The place she you do you could do that shit in the weekend, Shut but up. <laughs> that's a month, right, nigga? I go to five places in two months. What you talking about? Right. So, uh, but just just it just makes me. I'm just curious as to what was it that made him jump hard this time, as opposed to any other time, to be like if you yeah. go. If you go, we're done. This, like, what? Right. All right, then, nigga. What? <laughs> That's a, like, exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, so I, I would definitely tell her to go. Like, don't not go. Because he trying to, he trying to threaten you with leaving. Like, yeah, give him the option, like, okay, it's this summer. You got time to pay on it. Like, if you want to go, let's go. Let's just uh, make it, you know, a couple's trip or whatever. Yeah, she could, but obviously he has no interest in going. So, well, maybe he just, just she should just say, listen, you know, I would really prefer you to go, 
but you know if you if you decide not to go I'm still going on the trip it's just to have a good time to see the world and I can't sit around and wait you know my whole life waiting on you to stop being waiting on um, you to find somebody I'll call it cheap waiting on you to find somebody you can trust to travel to take keep your dog right because listen they got puppy hotels yeah I feel all like, over the place I feel like um I feel like she should go I definitely feel like she should go but I don't know it's just something deep down in my soul that just wants to know what is it now that's making him be like put his foot down right I don't know it's something it's something with this international that, that's got him like oh no you do you went too far oh 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 you ain't go oh you ain't going to St. Louis what? oh hell you ain't no. going to Sweetie Pie like the hell oh no like oh, wait a no, minute no. oh you ain't going to Atlanta oh, oh no, no honey no 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 you ain't going to Colorado like <laughs> You know Salt Lake City is nice. You should you should look in it like nigga no, I'm trying to go all inclusive. Right. Give me some sun. I'm with I'm with her. Yeah. I'm with and she her. said it's affordable. <laughs> Let's go. Go, sis. Do your thing. Can- Cancun is very affordable. Yeah, especially now. Flights are not that when expensive. When they snatch people Child, off the door please. and shit. Yeah. Shut <laughs> <laughs> Almost hung up. <laughs> I almost just said, you know what? Thank you for listening, everybody. You saying, guys have a but I would definitely, I would week. definitely say on her to go, um, and not, not in, out of a thing of trying to be defiant or a girl, forget your man type deal. But you should go. This is yeah. an opportunity. You should go, and um, he gonna have to figure it out, right? All right. You want to jump into TV talk right we now? We can. We here. Let's go. Because I don't know which one to start with. One is kind of lackluster. The other is a what the fuck. Let's so do lackluster. I'm going to go with lackluster. Yep. Same page. Right. All right. So let's just talk about this young here Super Bowl. Which um, to me it was a different experience. Lackluster. I'm is. used to <laughs> so usually I have a Super Bowl party usually I am with some of my best friends my brother my fam it's usually an event right so this year I happen to be out of town so that's why it was kind of weird for Mm -hmm. me but like still felt like been was teasing my brother the whole time because he was going for the Patriots and I am not a Patriots fan I am tired of Tom mm-hmm. Brady and the Patriots going to the Super Bowl and I would like to see other opponents in that mm-hmm. game but because this year they were playing the Rams and they have been putting up points and all this stuff I thought this was going to be a high flying girl this Super was a Bowl. snooze fest I was sitting up there like oh wait huh what a few go oh we missed it oh, I was okay. sipping I was sipping. We had a little Super Bowl shindig here. So we had yes, the nachos did. and the hot wings and beers and liquor and all that good stuff. So um, I was sipping and, you know, snacking. And I just kept finding myself yelling out, 
This is boring. <laughs> this game is boring. <laughs> like right. a couple of times because it was. It was. It's no other word but boring. And even to me, the commercials this year were yeah. boring. The only commercial that I liked was the um, NFL commercial with the Hall of Famers. Yes, I liked the NFL 100 commercial. That one was yeah. great. Um, I liked the Toyota Super commercial because it was like the pinball machine and then the car was going through. And then I was like, wait. Toyota, that looked like a Supra. They were like, oh, it's a Supra. They bring it back. I don't, even, like, I don't even remember. See, you don't even right. remember that. That was second half. Um, I mean, I remember the commercial. Then, I just don't remember the Supra. Oh, see, I'm, I think when I was younger, that was like one of the cars. The Toyota Supra, the Celica, like it was like those cars that kind of looked futuristic. Uh-huh. But they were they wasn't so whatever. Don't okay. pay no attention. I'm a car book. I was a car booty at yeah. the time. I, I like cars. I, I was never um, a car booty, so I was like, you know, my decap saying that's the super, and I'm like, the what? That's the what? Right? What? So yeah. Um, I liked um the two chains commercial. I don't know what he yeah. was selling, but I just like two. You know, chains. I like two chains too. <laughs> um what other commercial did I enjoy? Dang, it was another one I liked and I can't now I can't remember it, but it is what it is because obviously they didn't do it, they didn't do their job because I would still be talking right. about it if it was good. So yeah. um I saw the Bumble commercial with Serena. That one was okay. Um, but if you don't know what Bumble is, you were confused. I don't, know. I don't think <laughs> so, I remember that one. So it was like about putting the power back in your hands, like giving women the power. Because, you know, Bumble is the only social media data app that the women kind of have control over, you know, who they match with. So they can only like they contact first. And then if the guy likes you, too, then that's how it that's how it works. But the power is in the woman's hand. But we wouldn't know nothing about that because we not on social media. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, Bumble is oh, a date well, nap. And I think I heard it was like a date nap for women or something. And now they're trying to yep. make it with you to be like a place to find friends. Yeah, or business business associates and stuff oh. like that. I'm not going on. I'm not. I'm good. not um, shit out. Um, I'm good. I got enough passwords Girl. to remember. What did you think about the halftime show? Hey, the man. Dang, dang. Okay, so okay, um, let, me, let me refresh. I like Maroon 5. I am a fan. Yes. The sound yes. was bad. I could not hear Adam Levine, which in turn just lost my attention. Because I couldn't understand what yeah. he was saying. And then I looked up and he didn't have on a shirt. And I, it, was, it was a blur. That was the best part. I was like, okay, Alan Levine showing your little chest with your 900 tattoos. Like okay. The Bowl halftime performance was a blur to me. I remember, so, I remember Travis Scott coming down in a light beam. And I was like, okay, that's creative. Um, I'm, I'm a meteor, but yeah. it's cool. Yeah, well, you know. It, it, I was like, okay, that's different. That's, that's new. I briefly remember Big Boy. I think I heard I liked 
Um, because that's all it was. It was brief. All you heard was boom. Right. Like I think I heard. (laughs) I like the way you move. Yes, that is all you heard. And then I was like, wait, wait. And then I remember dancing to, uh, moves like Jagger. Yep, that was the last song, and that was it. It was a blur. People I wish could be back to do the halftime show. Um, Michael Jackson, Jackson, Prince, Beyonce. Um, yeah, Janet was cool. Um, um, dang, I just lost my train of thought. I enjoyed Bruno Mars. Didn't he do it? Yeah, Bruno Mars was um, Beyonce's. Um, Oh, my all-time favorite, which I know is going to sound kind of weird, was when Katy Perry did the halftime yeah. show, but she brought out Missy Elliott, yeah, and Missy Elliott shut that shit down. Yeah, I remember that. That was a good all one. Right, all right, Katy Perry. Um, what rap groups would give a good halftime show? Um, I don't think any. Not even some old school ones? You name an old school one that you think could do it. Um, nothing comes in mind right now. Yeah, exactly. I even think, like, I thought it would have been cool at first to do an Atlanta thing. That would have been nice. Because there's so many artists that was in Atlanta. Like, you could have did the two chains. You could have had, I wish they could have did Outcast and not do Outcast, Big Boy, T.I. Um, you know, a lot of performers, a lot of artists refuse to do the yep. um, Super Bowl. So, do you think, and, and we have a lot of artists that's from Atlanta, they could have did a so so deaf Super Bowl show. Yeah. Um, do you think that with a lot of artists refusing, you know, being it from Atlanta that it was a it kind of hurt Atlanta or it didn't matter I don't think that it really mattered I think um at the end of the day Atlanta got their shine a lot of the artists that didn't perform at the actual game still performed at other parties and stuff so I think Atlanta at the end of the day won no matter what a lot of money was brought to the city last weekend so I think Atlanta won Mm -hmm. overall um yeah okay but overall, the Super Bowl was a snore. Okay. Um. So, last week, there was some interesting weather hmm. throughout the United States. And so, when there's interesting weather and you can't really leave your house because you may uh, instantly freeze as soon as you walk out the door. Or oh, um, in the words of Jim Jones, you're going to die. Right, you just go die. Um, you just stay in your house. You uh, eat your food that you got in the crib, and you binge watch TV mm-hmm. shows. And so, during that time frame, um, me and Fee stumble upon a show that is has gone viral. Okay, it is on Netflix, and it, it is called Abducted. In plain So first, sight. I want to correct you because oh. I didn't stumble upon it. Uh-oh. I was being nosy because <laughs> I saw you and someone else talking about it. And I was like, well, I'm, yes. I'm sitting here 
here and I'm not doing anything and I got Netflix. So let me just see what this is. And I want my hour and 30 minutes or however long <laughs> it, I want that erased from my memory because that it was sick. It was just sick. So go ahead. Tell them what it was. Um, okay. So if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. Spoilers. But um, Abducted in Plain Sight is a story about um, this these families of Latter-day Saints. Um, it was a family. Um, oh, God, I am losing, like, the main family's last name. But anyway, it was a husband and wife. They had three daughters. And they lived next to the Burstoes. I do remember mm-hmm. their last name because, yeah, lived next door to them. And you know they went to church together. They just had became. I think. Oh, the Brobergs and the Birch Toes. Right. Yeah, you right. right. I just so it up. the Brobergs are the ones with the three daughters, mm-hmm. and so the Birch Toes lived next door, and you know they were the fun couple. You know they the, the dad B would take the kids to school, and they you know the. Berg, Bergo, the other the other B family, mm-hmm. Brobergs, <laughs> the kids, the Brobergs, they, the Bros and the Bertos, they um would have fun riding to school. They they just talked about having such great mm-hmm. times, right? And so at some point, B fell in love with the daughter Jan from the Broberg mm-hmm. family, and so he had this weird fascination with her and multiple people you know identified it and it was just like okay something's not right here I'm staying out of this I ain't hanging out with them no more it is what Mm -hmm. it is so he B ended up asking the Broberg to say if he could take Jan on some little trip right like horseback riding horseback riding yeah and so the the mother was like, well, she got piano, she got all this. I don't I don't know. It's a school night. He's like, oh, I could pick her up. It's no big deal. And they gave him a time to have a baby back. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, he don't bring he don't bring the baby back. He done faked the whole ass kidnapping, and he gone with the right. baby. And these mugs didn't even call nine one one after they didn't come home. It was just like one thing after another just did not add no. up. Like the fact they didn't call the police. Then his wife was just like, oh, it'll be okay. They'll be home tomorrow. Right. What? It's school tomorrow. It's a school night. What you it mean? Was- it's okay for them to spend the night outside. Like, First what? Why would it okay for him to take your daughter by herself on a trip with just them two? Yes, like I'm like okay, so y'all just gonna let her go. But okay, y'all don't give a you, fuck about you're her. You're forgetting a lot of key things that happened beforehand. Oh, it was before, or was it after? Because I'm pretty sure it was I after. Thought it was before with. Go ahead, you tell. You know ahead. him taking him, uh, and Jan's father going on a ride, and him explaining to Jan's father, be explaining to Jan's father out. <laughs> He was, he had a lot of pent up aggression, aggression and he needed a release. And yeah, he hated his wife. Right. <laughs> he wasn't happy at home. He needed a release and he asked Jan's father to relieve him. And he obliged. 
Yes, he gave the man a hand which job, I just, which I'm like, oh, okay. But even before that hand job, they had went on a Latter Day Saints trip or something, and B and the mama yeah. had a moment. Had got into got had a moment of kissing and touching, and we just got a little carried away. Yeah. But nothing really, nothing really happened. That time. I just hadn't felt that touch and like. And then in like twelve years. Yeah, that time. Okay. So then, so he stole the daughter, was molesting the daughter. Um, they ended up finding him in Mexico, all this stuff. So he done brainwashed the little baby at this right. point. Right now she thinks she's an alien, and then in order for her to save the world, <laughs> she has to sleep with B and have B's babies. <laughs> but not even sleep with him all the way. Just give me a piece. Just, just let me. He would put it in, but he was the originator. Let me just put the tip right. In. You know. Okay, I'm sorry. This is not funny. I'm sorry. I, I don't. That was but it isn't so much like the part where the part. Okay, another part that got me was we're just spoiling all of this because it's so absurd that even with us telling you what happened. You still have to go and watch it for your own self, like and be like, I don't believe right. it. So another part that got me was when, um, I just had a brain fart. Oh, is when they was talking about how B was seeing a psychiatrist for being a pedophile. Yes, and the psychiatrist yes. suggested that he sit in a room with a little girl. Yeah, and they, and they volunteer Janice tribute. <laughs> like here, go ahead, yeah, sleeping, just, you just know, laying in the bed just with go her, ahead and and do it. So you think they were just laying in the bed? Come on, bro. This just lets me know that people can be way too gullible and comfortable. Just, and then you know, the second time, Jan. Oh, the second, the second time. time Jan quote unquote ran away, but we all know the whole time she was with B. Yeah, he came and got her. He ain't, she ain't run away. He came and got her. And said, "Okay, come right. on, I'm gonna take you to this little convent. I'm gonna still be able to come see you when right. I need to, but they ain't gonna know where the hell you at." Her at school. This shit was crazy. She called. She talking about I'm in love with him. It's crazy. I I just love him so much. I just want to marry him. The mama was messing with him for eight months. I'm like, come on, it's man. Crazy. Come it on. Was crazy. And so the the craziest part to me was the time span. The stuff started back in like 74. Right. And it went all the way until 2000, like, yeah, she has to, when he ended up. She had to get a, a lifetime restraining order against this man. It's just crazy. But yeah, y'all y'all have to watch it. Just to make sure you don't fall for this type of bullshit. I don't think no I don't think anybody uh, black person in ever right in life. Now. But I I said this, I was watching it and I was like, he ain't like he ain't R. Kelly ain't got shit on him. At all. Like, I mean, but it's At just all. Like I just saw so many similarities. He made the family trust him. Mm-hmm. He got the family to trust yeah. him. He brainwashed this girl to think that 
he was in love with her. He played the victim. It was it was it was a lot. It was a lot. And yeah, it's crazy. That's all I gotta say about it. <laughs> yeah, so um when you get a chance, go out there on Netflix, search abducted in plain sight and um say what the fuck for twenty minutes just like just we did. Loud and slow. What the what the <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, hell I no. was like, <laughs> like, I watched it, and I want to say in that first 20 minutes, I was like, and this is what you get for being nosy. Next time, stay out of grown folks' exactly. conversation on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we will be right back. All right. My favorite part of the show. My favorite part of the show. I can't wait to hear what you got. My favorite part of the show. Oh, snap. <laughs> Okay, so I have three things this week. So the first one about this. So um, a young girl um, kind of recorded um, herself talking to her mom about her boyfriend, okay. about the mom's boyfriend, who the girl was telling her mother that her boyfriend came into her room again and touched her. Oh God. And the flip side or the ain't this shit is the mom got upset with the daughter and told her that you trying to ruin this and you trying to take my man and had an attitude with her. The hell? But the daughter had it on video and she posted. I think they removed it. But okay. um, yeah. So I just thought it was bogus. Like I saw a part of the video mm-hmm. and I was just like we just watching it. I was just like one this mother whole attitude is just stank as hell. Mm-hmm. And I understand you you a mother, a single mother. You be tired and you know you just like what child? But when your daughter comes to you and say, this man is touching me again. Right. She was like, here you go. I'm like, what? Wow. That and she, you know, crazy. and and I almost got to victim blaming. So what did you do? What was you doing that made him touch him? And got to talk, so you walk around with booty shorts and all this other stuff. You trying to take my man. So I just, I'd be glad when we stop it. There because that's that kind of behavior that like children or pe- people won't say anything if something else happens to them later because they don't want to feel like they lying or they did something wrong um, to deserve that type of treatment so that's unfortunate yeah did you see the video of um, Rachel Doziel, uh, Brayden, or talking about um, Brayden hair and do- her Brayden? new name, Nikichi Oh, so she more African <laughs> than us. Okay. Tell her yeah, her name. new name is Nikichi Amari Dialio. Um, where she was showing how to braid, how yeah. she braid her own hair. Yep, and, and I was braiding that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and she sprayed that pump it up spritz on her hair. So... Um, Bronner Brothers. Oh. 
Please who, tell me you're not giving her a booth at they show. Please. No. Okay, good. They, they not giving her a booth, but they kind of shouted her out. Oh, God. For posting a video. Oh, because that's their product. Pump It Up is their product. Right. And they said excellent use of our Pump It Up. Rachel, and they hashtag um, Pump It Up, Rachel Doziel, Bronner Brothers Booty Show, oh, you know, man. all that stuff or whatever Jesus. like that. And. You know, I was just like, oh, okay. You know, so, but I don't blame them, I guess, because ain't nobody else using Pump It Up. Spray. Nobody. Don't nobody use it. Don't, don't, don't nobody use it. Use so. Pump It Up. So if Rachel want to use it, go right she, here. But yeah. I, I ain't never, who uses Spritz? All her hair from the fallout. Right. Who uses Spritz to, to braid the hair? <laughs> Because like, she don't so you, have hair for braiding. So because her hair is fine like Caucasian hair, she's trying to thicken it up with the so spritz so she has some grip on it so she can braid. I was reading the comments on that video. People was like, well, her parts is nice and neat. It do look pretty nice. I said, do you understand and the she difference? she ain't going to have not a snatch of edges. Right. Fooling no. around. Because <laughs> I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, girl. It's you worst. You gonna take all your hair. You gonna be bald head. Sure is. She ain't gonna do no after. So, That's gonna be her last braiding video. Man. So last one. Um. So number forty five yesterday mm. did the state of lies address. <laughs> state of the union, <laughs> child. State of, of the, the union. Yeah. Featuring lies, right? State of a union, you know, with a, with a side of, with a side of lies, um, and you know, during it, that um, female Democratic lawmakers, they wore they wore all white, yep. you know, as a tribute to the women who wore all white during during the suffrage movement. Mm-hmm. Well. Do you know who Katrina Pearson is? Have you ever heard of her? No, I haven't. Well, when um, 45 decided that he was going to run, she was like a supporter. She's a supporter. Mm -hmm. She's a Republican political um, consultant. Mm. So, you know, she has been known to say some outlandish things in the name of supporting Trump. And she put a tweet out yesterday and said the only thing that the Democrats uniform was missing tonight is the matching hood. So basically she was Hmm. trying to compare the women in white to the Ku Klux Klan. But she wasn't the Far she stretch. wasn't the only one. Far, far um, do you remember the good Reverend Darrell Scott? The one, you know, yeah. the black preachers for Trump or whatever? Yeah. He tweeted, I see the Dems have their clans colors on tonight. So I guess these two got together and said, let's see how dumb we can sound. But it right. but it wasn't just them. There were a few other um 
Trump supporters who try to compare these women who are of different backgrounds as trying to look like the KKK were all white on. They reaching because first of all, they're peaceful. (laughs) Let's start with that. Uh, Second of all, they did it just to get attention um, because of like all the issues that the women in Congress have had with Trump um, getting laws passed for for, mm-hmm. for women. You know, he was up there talking about abortion laws and equal, empowering women in third world countries. What about the women in America who have a tough time getting equal Girl. pay um, <laughs> rights for ourselves? But you want to talk about the empower women right. movement. We- going to help women in third world countries I said we we just want to be able to go to the doctor and have a pep smear and um, our breast breast check without it costing us an arm and a leg or without without the patriarchy telling us that this isn't necessary that's it that's Mm -hmm. all we want so yeah, that's all I got for ain't that some shit. I think that's enough. That is enough. I, I just want um these Republicans to stop saying everything that their opponents is doing is like the KKK or something that's very dramatic and extra when these people that are around here wearing these MAGA hats are completely disrespecting people across the nation. Right out of my mouth. I was just about to say, it's funny how Trump supporters and Republicans want to try to make women and white uh, as though they're the KKK when you've had Trump supporters out here doing the most and and the worst in the name of making America great again. Yeah. And that and it has absolutely positively nothing to do with making America yeah. great again. If making America great again is not respecting your elders, disrespecting different races, uh, harassing Native Americans, um, beating up homosexuals, like go go right ahead, make America great again. But that is not the America that I will right. ever claim. Ever, ever. So Ooh, child. That was that's heavy. I yeah. can't even I can't even deal with that. But all right. That is it. Um yeah, we'll all be right, right back. Okay. I'll let you go. All right, people, and now it's time for on a positive note. On a positive note. On a positive note. So this time, what we decided to do, since it is Black History Month, we want to highlight some Black entrepreneurs, some Black business owners, some people out here who are doing their thing. And today, we have a host with us. Not a host. We have Miss Jillian Stewart with us. Um, Hello. 
Hi. She is the president of TNF Enterprise. She is also the owner and founder of Signature Taste by Jillian. Um, if you guys want, you can check out my YouTube channel, um, See Lila Shine. And I did a, a interview with Miss Jillian, and she talked about her upcoming season of her cooking show, Signature Taste. So I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to let you go ahead, Miss Jillian, and let the people Ooh. know who you are <laughs> and what you're up to. Okay. Well, hey, two chicks. How y'all doing? Um, I am Leanne Stewart. I am the owner and operator of Signature Taste by Jillian. And what Signature Taste by Jillian is, is a cooking show on FAWOC-TV on the Roku platform. I am also a caterer, a food blogger, and a food explorer. Now, along with that, I am also the president of T&J Stewart Enterprises Incorporated, which is a corporation that houses my business and my husband's business, which is Bernard's Real Cigars. So we actually got a lot going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. We are both going into our third year of business. So we have some changes, some updates, some things we've learned. And we just can't wait to share it with you guys. That's what's up. Y'all are doing y'all thing. And I love it. You know, um, it's, not, it's rare that you see, you know, black couples who are doing something outside the box. Because I don't know too many Black-owned cigar companies. Do you, mm-hmm. T? I don't know any Black-owned cigar companies. So right. I think that's amazing um, where you guys are doing the events that you've had. Like, I just think that that's, that's low-key. Y'all moving into mogul status here because y'all right. taking over, like, different right. industries. So. We're trying. We're trying. So what do you guys have coming up next? I know you have season two of Signature Taste of Roku that, I mean, Signature Taste, which would be on um, F-A-W, if I say it wrong, correct me, F-A-W-O-C. Yeah. Right, on Roku. And so what else is going on for you guys um, in the future? What can people be looking out for? Well, um, besides my third season, after we get past the second, because I've already been renewed um, oh, for my that's what's... season. And, okay. um, I am still out here just doing events, and it's, it's like the wedding season, so I'm bombarded with that. But in the midst of that, I am in the process of writing my book, Recipes mm-hmm. of My Life, which will be a book about things that I've been through and recipes and certain things that help me cope to get through mm-hmm. with it. So that will be my birthday present to myself, and it will be out of October in 2019. And then for Bernard Terrell Cigars, we have a bunch of new services. We also have our annual Cigars in a Park coming up August the 4th. So everyone is welcome. We have vendors, about nine DJs, food. And even if you don't smoke, family and everything is available. And we also offer hookah services now for our private events. So, yeah, we got some things going on. Okay. And how can people find all of these great services? Where can they find you at? Oh, you can find us everywhere. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Signature Taste by Jillian, just J-E-L-I-A-N, or uh, and also Bernard Terrell Cigars. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also um, check out our websites. That's www.signaturetastebyjillian.com, www.bernardterrellcigars.com, and for our corporation page, that's www 
tjsenterprisesinc.com. So with our corporation, we have, at first it turned out to be just um, a corporation for us because we have two businesses and all that other good stuff. But what we've done is we've turned that into an entrepreneurial support and blog. And so what we do is we offer support uh, information and just, you know, just a safe place if you want to just get your dreams off the ground because we didn't have help. And so what we're okay. looking for is to help other people create generational wealth. I love it. That's, I love it. That's dope. All right. So, Jillian, you talked about um, your cooking show being on the Roku on the FAWOC network. Can you tell people how they can find your show to add it on their Roku so that they can, you know, <laughs> be a black person on TV. With the theme and that That's rare. Yes, Lord. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and no ra no raisins in the no, potato no salad. Like, no, ma'am. No raisins, on, no cranberries, none of that in my potato salad. I know that's right. Praise the Lord. Um, so it's actually very simple. If you have a Roku device or you have Roku on your phone, you go to add channels. You type in search for F-A-W-O-C. It'll come up. You're at the channel. And not only do we have my cooking show, we have a whole lot of independent content producers that FAWOC was fortunate enough because blessed us all to just, you know, display our gifts. Because for uh, All Women of Color is a um, colored woman network. I mean, we, we are all different creeds and everything. And so it's founded by Miss Shante Hamilton and she put us all on. That is amazing. I didn't even know what, okay, so y'all, that's my ignorance talking. I didn't know what F-A-W-O-C meant, but that's even better. So, like, not only are we, would we be supporting Jillian and watching her cake show, we might find another show on this network and support another woman of color, and that would just be amazing. Like, it's just help and build up our community. So, I'm I'm really excited. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to download Roku on my phone because I don't have a box. At well, thank home, you so I'm, much. I'm we really you appreciate your, you all support. And thank you for having me on. I mean, you just give everyone a platform to just, you know, just, just you know, to encourage other people to support us. And not only that, if we can do it, everyone else can do it. Exactly. And, you know, that's what it's all about. We have to start from somewhere. We have to learn how to support each other. There's room for everybody out here. And the only That's way right. that we all going to get there is if we pushing and pulling each other along the way. So we appreciate you right. for talking to us tonight. We are definitely going to check out Signature Tape on F-A-W-O-C on Roku. We will be looking out for events. So you guys can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Signature Tape by Jillian Scott. And Thank you again. Thank you all. Oh. All right. We'll talk to you real soon. All righty. Good night. Joining us on the show. All right. So that was another episode of Two Chicks Talking Shit. You know how to reach us. You can send us an email, the number two chicks, T A L K I N S H Y T, at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter everywhere so send us your questions send us your comments like share do all that fun stuff and we'll talk to you next week bye